Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Rob. And this is Two, Two Librarians, Librarians Walk Into a Shelf. Uh, welcome to episode one of our new podcast. Um, we work at the Madison Public Library for the Huntsville Madison County Public Library System. Uh, and uh, we just wanted to bring you some, uh, some information. Some, maybe some recommendations of some books and movies and uh, materials that you're not aware of. And maybe some entertainment. And hopefully some entertainment. All right, so today for episode one, we're gonna talk about uh, some media that scared us in some way. Something creepy, something scary, or something- Just terrifying. Terrifying in some way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to start us off, Rob? Absolutely. So I have recently read a book that I really enjoyed. It's not a brand new book, uh, but Grady Hendrix, My Best Friend's Exorcism. Now that's, that is just a title that I love. It writes a check and this book, I'm happy to say, cashes it. Nice. A lot of times a book has a great title and then it doesn't live up to it. Right. Not so with Mr. Hendrix, nice. uh, My Best Friend's Exorcism. So what we got here, uh, it's 1988. And we've got two best friends, Abby and Gretchen, who've been friends since fourth grade. And when they get to their sophomore year, Gretchen sort of catches a case of demonic possession. Well, as you do. As, as happens in uh, your sophomore year a lot of times. And her, best, her bestie, Abby, has to, uh, to help her out. Uh, so just with that brief scenario, uh, it's obvious that this is... Um, this one is a comedy horror, a horror comedy. Uh, Hendrix juggles the scares with the laughs as he puts his characters through the paces. Um, anything bad that could happen to Gretchen happens to Gretchen. Anything bad that could happen to Abby happens to Abby. But you, you really come to care about these two hmm. uh, young characters, and you're, you're, just, you're just along for the ride to see what happens. All right. Um, we do have this book. Uh, we have a couple copies in the system. They can be put on hold and picked up anywhere. Uh, the audiobook is also available on our Hoopla app that's available to all uh, patrons. And Hoopla describes the audiobook as like an unholy hybrid of Beaches and The Exorcist. All right. My best friend's exorcism bl blends teen angst, adolescent drama, unspeakable horrors, <laughs> and a mix of 80s pop songs into a pulse pounding supernatural thriller. Um, and then I would add that it's got a pinch of Mean Girls in there for good measure. So um, okay. And and if you're if you're still not convinced, just just take a look at the uh, book covers. The paperback we have one of each at Madison. The paperback cover is made to look like an old VHS tape, and you know I love that. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And then the uh, hardback is the yearbook cover. And then there's a little extra content in that. When you open it up, it's signed by a bunch of the characters in the book. So, nice. so you get a little bit of extra with the hardback. Either one of them is a, is a great story, great read. Um, and uh, if you like your, your laughs with some scares or your scares with your laughs, you should enjoy this. Um, my best friend's exorcism, Grady Hendrix, check it out. Nice. All right, uh, well, to add to that, uh, I'm going to talk about the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires, uh, also by Grady Hendrix. Nice. So here we go. Um, the cover's great, just like My Best Friend's Exorcism. It, it's very eye-catching. Um, so uh, Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires is set in the 1990s. It's in a small suburb of Charleston, South Carolina. Um, and the main character's name is Patricia Campbell. 
Uh, Patricia is a housewife. She has given up her career as a nurse and she's feeling lost. Uh, she's lamenting that her life feels small now and the only thing she has to look forward to kind of is her book club. So uh, when a new neighbor moves into the area, uh, Patricia's all in. Uh, she likes him, she wants to get to know him, even though her book club is extremely wary and think he's a creeper. <laughs> so, uh, you know, as Patricia learns more about him, her mind starts to change when weird things happening and his life story doesn't really add up anymore. Um, and then some children start turn up missing. Turn, children turn up with weird injuries and uh, she and her book club take it upon themselves to save these kids from whatever it is that's going bump in the night. Um, so you've got creepy scenarios, you've got funny southern women, kind of like Bride Green Tomatoes meets Dracula. Okay. Um, I like that. Yeah. So you've got like most horror, this book uses the horror backdrop to expose horrors in society anyway. Uh, in this book you've got uh, you know, victims of crimes being ignored simply because of where they live or what they look like. You've got all the men in the town patting the ladies on the head, like, oh, you poor thing, when they think something is wrong and trying to get involved. And it just kind of the supernatural is used as the foil to expose that kind of crap uh, and uh, the evil forces that we choose to ignore in our daily lives. So I definitely recommend this book. Uh, you, we've got several copies in the system that you can check out. You can also check out the ebook or the audiobook on Overdrive. Uh, cool. If you like uh, creepy, scary things, uh, this book has has a lot of that to offer. So, would you say it's more scary than funny, or more funny than scary, or just that perfect blend of just enough scares and just enough laughs? I think it's more tense and scary than it is funny, but it has enough laughs to to keep you to keep you going. Sounds so, great. Yeah, it's pretty good. Sounds absolutely great. All right, well, we're going to go to a movie now. And we have Satanic Panic is, uh, is a movie that you can find on Hoopla. Uh, this is a movie that was written by Grady Hendrix. Hat trick for Grady Hendrix. Yes, yes, yeah. I don't think this is based on a book. Uh, I believe this was an original uh screenplay that he wrote for director Chelsea Stardust. And what we have is we've got a young lady, Haley Griffith, uh, is the actress. She plays Sam Kraft, who delivers pizza. She's a little down on her luck. Uh, and she jumps at the chance to deliver a big order to a rich house. Uh-huh. All the other pizza delivery people kind of warn her that those are the houses that stiff you. And she's, she's like, no, not me. That's, right. that's not going to happen. So she delivers the pizzas, and they stiff her. She gets angry, she wants to go back and um, give them a piece sure. of her mind. Yeah. And she slowly puts things together and realizes that this rich house is full of uh, Satanists. Okay. And they are needing a virgin for sacrifice. Sure. And um, unfortunately, Sam, Samantha, if she fits the bill. All right. And it's a long night mm. of, uh, of, uh, of gory hilarity. There's a, uh, there's, I don't know what else to say. It's really a fun, uh, I mean, it, it, to me, it was the same balance as my best friend's exorcism. Um, it, it, when it gets gory, it gets really gory. Mm -hmm. When it's funny, it's really funny. Um, Haley Griffith is, a, is really great in this role. She's very funny. 
she sh I, I won't be surprised if she's popping up in all kinds of stuff in the near future. Um, it's just a very funny, very rude, gory, obnoxious horror comedy. Uh, it should thrill anyone that enjoys, uh, you know, again, their, their, their scares with laughs and their laughs with scares. Okay. Uh, it's probably not for everybody. You certainly wouldn't want the kids to watch it. It's probably not for me. Uh, it's probably not for you, but mm -hmm. uh, uh, if, if, it, if, if that's what you enjoy, I, I really think you're going to have a good time uh, with it. And again, it's available on the Hoopla app from, um, from the library. So. Awesome. All right. Uh, my next contribution to things that are scary is a book about parenting. Oh no. Because parenting is terrifying. The real scares. It's, it's terrifying. Uh, so I read, uh, Ready or Not, Preparing Our Kids to Thrive in an Uncertain and Rapidly Changing World by Madeline Levine. Um, so, you know, are you uncertain about how to prepare your kids for the future? Are you concerned about setting them up for success? But how do you even know what that means? Uh, terrified about how to best send your child out into the world? Uh, Dr. Levine thinks that she can help you with that. Um, she argues that the STEM rat race is failing kids uh, because it's focusing only on science, technology, engineering, and math and leaving what we have called soft skills in the past um, hmm. behind. So she calls them foundational skills, the ability to communicate, the ability to come back from a failure, uh, the ability to work collaboratively with a group uh, all these things are um, are getting pushed to the side in the name of technology. And um, she thinks that the way to prepare kids to move on through this is uh, to make sure they have those foundational skills. Um, you know, and she talks to a lot of business leaders, military leaders, educational uh, experts, and um, that's they've all come to that agreement separately that kids that are rising in the workforce now, lack those skills to make them effective leaders, to make them effective co-workers, uh, because we've ignored them. Hmm. So. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, parenting is terrifying. I believe you. And um, so that's, that's the book that scared me. That's <laughs> kept you up all night, I bet. It really did. All right. Uh, so you've got some, you got a bonus movie. Yes? I have a bonus movie. All right. And what scared me about this movie, I'll be honest, this movie supposedly, well, not supposedly, it says that it came out then. This movie came out in 1984, and it has taken me 36 years to catch up with it. Uh-oh. Yeah. It's scary that I've never heard of this movie before, but what we got, it's called Furious. It's, uh, it's kind of a kung fu adventure action, maybe sort of ninja-ish. Something for everyone. Something for everyone, yes. Um, okay, the story starts. We have uh, a young woman. Uh, Kung Fu fighter Kim Lee, and she's running away from uh, a, a, a bunch of crazed Sherpas. And they're after her because she's got the enchanted tusk. Okay. And the Sherpas need the enchanted tusk because um, the keeper of the enchanted tusk then has, it's the key to the forbidden Mongolian caves right. where the secrets of the universe are kept. That makes sense. It does make sense. Uh, Kim Lee is killed. Spoiler. All right. Uh, and then her geek brother, Simon, who I believe lives in a tool shed. Like uh, most geek brothers do. <laughs> visits the master and swears out vengeance for his sister. So uh, he basically walks around town, runs into some people that he knows, gets into kung fu fights, 
all his friends get killed, he kills all the ninjas, and he just walks around town some more. Um, he finds these puzzle pieces that are leading him on a journey against the evil Chen. Hmm. Um, at one point he goes to a Chinese restaurant where the uh, people at the tables are just sitting around eating chicken wings, and, uh, and he gets into a, a rice fight. Okay. So. Uh, the people eating the chicken wings is hilarious because there is one scene. I don't know why they left it in, but the the actress is literally waiting for the director to say action so she can so she can nosh on her wing. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the the rice fight. Um, there's no pies available, but there's all these bowls of rice. So if you understand what I'm saying now, it's a pie fight, but with bowls of rice. Right, like three stooges. Like three stooges, exactly. Sure. So, but it, you're, you're getting the point here. This movie has everything it's got characters who magically jump into a scene as if from jumping out of another movie mm -hmm. it's got giant mustaches right it's got mika the sorcerer who shoots fireballs and chickens from his hands wait and chickens and chickens yes a fireball comes out and then a chicken <laughs> comes right out after that's the worst chicken ever okay um there's henchmen who patiently wait in single file line for their chance to get kicked in the face by simon during the big fights right uh, there's a group of children who storm the bad guy's castle. Uh, there's a talking pig. Right. There's a Superman flying scene. All right. There's an alien rock band. Okay. Uh, and then there's a uh, screaming like a banshee ghost. And then the mystical magical box that explodes like a Roman candle. And, 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 if, and if that's not enough, one character actually says, foolish mortal. No. Yes. So, wow! Uh, all this, uh, and 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 this thing comes in at about seventy-two minutes. All of it in seventy-two minutes. Seventy-two minutes. Like, if you don't have an hour and a half to kill, but you have seventy-two minutes to kill, this is the perfect way to do it. They cram all this in the seventy-two painless minutes. Uh, it is from nineteen eighty-four, as I said, a magical time. Uh, it is a cult film, if ever there was a cult film. Uh, it de and it deserves to be discovered by anybody who loves cult films. You probably want to watch it with a bunch of funny friends. Okay. And just laugh yourself through 72 wonderful minutes of Furious. Uh, that is available currently right now on Hoopla. Oh, for free. For free, yes. You might have to pay for it elsewhere, but on Hoopla, all that fun is for free. Excellent. Well, that sounds like a wild ride. It is. It is. All right. Uh, well... Uh, you know, there's five things that scare us. For different reasons. For different reasons. Um, I think uh, I think there's something here for everybody. Yes. So One of these should work. Sure. Uh, thank you for joining us on our very first episode of uh, Two Librarians Walking to a Shelf podcast. Uh, I'm Michelle. And I'm Rob. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.